welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Hi, I'm Luke from Mystic Dragon Ceremonies, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Woo! Ooh, welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. That was indeed uh, Viking Luke. Uh, and so thank you, Luke, very much for that last episode. Really, really interesting and fascinating to get Luke back. Good evening, Glenn. Hi there, Phil. How are you diddly doing today? I am, oh, uh, uh, very well. Thank you. Excellent. I didn't know what to reply to that then. I know. I thought I'd uh, three sixty you with that. Diddly doing. <laughs> Tiddly winks came to mind, but I didn't know how to fit that in. <laughs> we had a good week. Yeah. <laughs> Anything interesting in but your world? I've had a busy week. Okay. Uh, I've always had a busy week, haven't I? Yeah. But uh, where have I been this week? Um, Staffordshire, Birmingham, uh, Bradford. So, yeah, busy with work and writing some scripts as well. Now, you say scripts. Are we talking about the next Brookside? No, we aren't. Okay. Can you elaborate on that, yeah, then, please? Yeah, so um, our guest will confirm later on okay. that when we write a ceremony, um, everything that we write goes on to a script. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the order, basically the order of order, the, the, the service that we're, yeah. that we're delivering. Okay. Um, so yeah, so been getting a couple of scripts completed this week as well. Um, but very, a productive, a productive week for me, Glenn. Fantastic. What about yourself? Um, it's been an interesting week for me. Um, got, some new projects on the go and I've just sort of uh, moved out my comfort zone with one of them and started it. Uh, so that was very empowering. Um, in terms of, I've noticed with the, the energies have certainly changed this week. Um, the times my left ear has been ringing, you know, with the energetic downloads this week. Wow. It's been something else. And then I've had, Quite a reflective week as well, where I've had some moments to, you know, just sit in the power and meditate and allow those downloads to come in and interpret the meanings there as well. So all in all, it's been a different week for me. It's given me that space that, unknowing to me, I probably needed to reflect, you know, recalibrate uh, and have that hold that space for these new downloads coming in. So it's mm. been a very interesting one so far. Unbeknownst. Hmm. Yeah. Pick that word up this week. That's my. That was my word of the week, Glenn. It's a good one. Un you know, unbeknownst. I haven't heard that since uh, I don't know way back. I'm talking about <laughs> the late eighties, probably when I was at primary school. <laughs> Hey, Glenn, we should uh, just make a point of saying we've got an empty chair. We have indeed, yeah. And that is our Julie. She's not with us on this episode. And uh, she uh, did give her excuses, didn't she? She did. Um, I suppose we should say that actually, yeah. um, we, we, I think for the, for the time being, we are going to miss Julie for the first episode when we record because she is teaching yoga um in, re right. in replacement of somebody 
uh, in Coopby and Ashfield, I think it is, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. So she will be with us later, but hopefully not knocking on the door while we're trying to record. <laughs> and I know if if she could, she would be here. She's that sort of person that that's juggling many plates in the air all at the same time, isn't she? So yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the uh, you know it's not for not wanting to do it. It's the fact that she's just uh, just busy. busy. Yeah, yeah, very, very busy. busy. Yeah, which is good. So. Yeah. Shall we move on? I think so. We've got lots to talk about today. We, we have, yeah, and uh, fascinating guest. And it's a recall, uh, another uh, brilliant recall episode. Um, this uh, guest joined us quite a few months ago now. I think it was uh, early early summer, I think. Uh, so, without further ado, please welcome... The one and only priestess of Avalon, founder of Sacred Celebrant Academy. Please welcome Dawn Kinsella. Uh, thank you. Hi there, Dawn. Thank you. Dawn. <laughs> Take that bow. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> thank you. It's it's really good to be back. Um, I must say, you guys just gave me so much confidence when. Uh, when I was your guest, uh, oh, way, way, way back. It seems so long ago. I mean, for those of us that do not believe in linear time, <laughs> this, <laughs> no, really, yeah. this is yeah. the proof of the linear pudding. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, quantum well, pudding. I'm, I'm going to say it just feels like the last moment. It's <laughs> the last quantum dance with you. <laughs> oh, and I was, do you know what? I was going to say the last time we spoke, Dawn, we were talking about quantum physics, dark matter, and uh, Mandela effects. So let's pick it up where we left <laughs> off. I'm going to regret this answer. <laughs> oh dear, I won't throw you. I won't throw you straight in like that. But let's what? But what a perfect and brilliant episode, Dawn, last last time. And we said that we needed to get back together again and, and carry those conversations on. Mm. Uh since you saw us last, Dawn, since you spoke to us last, what have you what have you been up to? Well, so much. Uh tons and tons. And uh, without giving too much away at the moment, we were having a quick conversation uh, before we went on air, but <clears throat> started a new training program uh, and I, I love pushing the boundaries mm. and uh, I, I was thinking about taking civil uh, ceremonies like marriages fu funerals in particular yeah. mm -hmm. and marrying it up with um, more spiritual content and we, we've just uh, completed our very first one at Sawain and it was amazing absolutely incredible uh, i mean we, we finished for the year now uh, of uh, our training courses um and so much has happened uh, during this year that has well the last course i broke down and cried mm, and i've never wow. done that in, in any of the courses this is with the funeral mm. training uh, where it, where it was just so beautiful and perfectly choreographed and and just so perfectly done and professional slick and sacred so we've got there we've really got there um there's more to come um i'm doing we are doing an advanced funeral training for professional funeral celebrants that are already in the business 
civil funeral celebrants mm. come and be with us and dive into and, and uh, to the spiritual realm, the realm of Persephone, Hades, Samhain, the death roads, the other realms, and combine it with your civil funeral services and death cafes also. Uh, yeah, so it's been quite phenomenal um, what, what we've got up to this year. Um, and we're really pushing the boundaries again. My partner, uh, Greg, and I are offering these sort of um, retreat workshops over two days, a combination of uh, quantum physics, ancient wisdom, ceremonial content, uh, bunging it all into one quantum bucket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Doing this. We, it, it was, we did one in Chester and we were fully booked for that one. And it was absolutely incredible, you know, because people, we as, as human beings are perfectly capable of absorbing a vast amount of information mm. in a very short space of time. Where, whereas before, before we've always thought right okay so i have to do this course for two years in mm, order to yeah. gain and and that's great because a lot of people want the experience that stretches out over that period of time um but what i've seen in the last especially this year 2023 what i've witnessed of uh, amazing people just absorbing this knowledge and, and conducting these incredible ceremonies and having a deep understanding of stepping out of the matrix upgrading offloading uh, and sh shuffling off the shackles of uh, social constructs mm -hmm. amazing all in seven days incredible yeah that's interesting you should say that um obviously uh, with 2023 uh, there's been a lot of twists and changes energetically speaking so do you feel that part of that process has allowed people to open up and have that acceptance and let those old belief systems go and just do what feels right for them completely and with um many teaching programs of the spiritual i feel that many training providers now have kind of um taken a leap themselves yeah. Uh, mm. So, for instance, there are, um, there are, I call it the fall of the guru, where these very um, highly established spiritual trainers, um, it, it all became too big and it kind of folded in on itself. The center couldn't hold anymore. Uh, whereas now there are smaller uh, training programs. Uh, and with us, with Sacred Celebrants Academy, we empower people. People come to us and they're, They've, they've got a list as long as your arm of, of amazing qualifications but they haven't quite done anything like this before and and mm. they're a little bit reticent at first but we you know the team we say listen we're going to step back all we're going to do is guide you and you're going to see how incredible you are so they fast they're, they're kind of fast-tracked but we have a uh a great support mechanism as well because a lot of stuff comes up during these intense trainings and um, I mean I do the integral eye movement therapy if you know old wounds come up stuff that hasn't been processed uh, we practice NLP and also um, hypnosis techniques 
So there's a, and I feel that that's really important during such intense training methods. And this is the first time I've come across it. And the reason that we do it is because um, myself and Greg have done a lot of training. And in all of our trainings, there was no support mechanism for when we just fell on our knees and like, crikey, what was that? What's happening to me? Uh, Why am I feeling like this? I feel like my soul is throwing up. Uh, what shall I do with this? So we kind mm. of got to grips with this and thought, right, okay, as long as there's a good support mechanism and post-training support, everything is going to work out really well, I feel. And it's true. These um, these graduates are absolutely incredible. Mm. I mean, they, they they leave me standing, and I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> Well, it's a credit to you and, and your partner, Greg, there for holding that space and honouring their energy as well. That That's part of the empowering process, isn't it? So, you know, it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Co- completely. Yeah, and yeah. A good leadership is through empowering people, uh, not making them feel that they've got a lot to live up to or that it's an almost impossible task and they've got to be doing this for a long, long time. You know, like in Karate Kid, when he had wipe on, wipe off, wipe off, (laughs) wipe off. We don't need to do that. We're capable of so much more. We've Mm. been told that we've only got five senses and we've actually got uh, 360 sense capabilities. That's full spectrum of senses. Imagine what we're capable of doing. I thought you raised a good point there where you was talking about the support for the service providers, such as yourself, Greg, and and, and other sensitives. Um, You're quite right, because people assume that because we're doing this work, you know, day after day, that that we don't need that support. Yeah. And, And everybody does. Definitely. Yeah. You know, especially if they're going into um, quite unfamiliar territory. And we do that on purpose, of course, for the first two days. The the trainees are, um, they're immersed in ceremony and and ritual experiences. And it brings so much up for them that they weren't even really aware of. you know, I mean, somebody usually breaks down in, in class and it's okay, we're, we're just going to stop this a moment. Mm-hmm. And and then th- this this happens. We, I mean, we do the techniques there and then during the training. We don't, you know, make an appointment with me and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with this. No, it's right there and then because mm-hmm. it's quite shocking to the participant. They, they don't expect to just crumble there and then. Okay, so when is the first time you felt like this? And it's such an unusual question. But straight away, the person says, Well, crikey, I, I was five. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Mm. okay. Um, it, and can you remember the event? You can either say it out loud or, or just, just remember it. You don't have to speak about it. Uh, yes, I can. I can. And, and they're, they're really surprised. Okay, so we're going to do something called integral eye movement therapy. And, and it's just, it takes three minutes and then it's done. And then that person can then move on. Um, same with the hypnosis. Hypnotic techniques is, uh, okay, so we're going to do some clearing now. Uh, the mind is so powerful 
Glenn and Phil, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 is. it, it? We in the West, we we allow it to control us when really it should be the other way around that we control the mind. You know, if I say to you, "Don't think of the white elephant," <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it didn't you <laughs> i tried to change its color <laughs> i saw a rabbit a pink one did you <laughs> you are naughty boys uh, <laughs> dawn one of our one of our one of the friends to our podcast uh claire completed her training with you i want to take she loved it and <laughs> she's now started full circle ceremonies and just looking at some of the stuff that she's got planned is just phenomenal. Isn't she radiant? Oh, I love Claire. Yeah. yeah. I want to take her home. And I, it, I felt so supported uh, having Claire with us. Mm. So supported. Uh, and we, we love doing this um, um, internship. Um, for you know, for people in exchange, come and work. For, come and work with us. Help us, and in exchange, you get full training and everything, singing and dancing training. Lovely. Um, and she is amazing, and I loved watching her open because mm. she's already a beautiful soul. Yes, mm. oh, it's already there. It, it is for all of our uh, people that come to us for the training. And wow, did she open like a 12-petaled rose. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and she she's flying now. And that's what we love to see. Yeah, mm. yeah. And you know, like the pictures and videos that, she's, that she puts on Instagram and, and different things like that, she came back and she looked different. Yes. She's, she'd come, she came back with a different look about her. And I'm not saying... F- I'm not saying physical look at all. She's got an awe of confidence, hasn't she? She came yeah. back with a, a, a different glow. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. I did you see the photograph of her sat in the centre of the heart? Yes, I think yes. I did. Yeah. yeah. That was epic. And, and all that is, because I was listening to you, Phil, and Glenn, when you said, you know, you were downloading and meditating. and out Yeah. And, and we... We practice, a lot of people go to Glastonbury and they dump their stuff, but they don't give anything back. Mm. You know, it's, it's like, right, this is a beautiful place to be. I'm going through this and that right now. And I want to go and receive healing from the earth, from Avalon, from the heart. And that's great. However, um, people really don't think, a lot of people don't give back. So we did this practice of building a heart on the land and lying in the center of the heart and really loving the earth, knowing that the thoughts and feelings are being transmitted through the mycelium, you know, the fungus underneath the soil Mm -hmm. that acts as a nervous system, connecting messages to all the plant life and nourishing the earth. And, And it was an amazing thing, and yet so simple. We collected um, bits of dying bracken and created this huge heart. And I love that photograph of Claire. Mm. I think on that day, in that moment, she bloomed. That's the only way that I can describe it. And I think there's a shaft of sunlight sort of diagonally sort of 
going through her or right by the side of her um, when she was sitting in the heart as well. And it's so transformational. And yet there was nothing complicated about it. It's the intention. Oh, Claire's flying. Yeah. yeah. And, and loving it. And that's what we love to see uh, with, with everybody that comes in. It doesn't matter what you do afterwards. You don't have to go off and be this fabulous celebrant and, you know, do loads of hand fastings or funerals. Just come and experience it. And it, it, and just open to and surrender to the experiences here. Uh, and it will be you, your own soul's calling will develop as you, as you agreed to when you made a soul contract to come down here. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, mm. you and Phil was talking about the scripts, such as with celebrancy and things of that <laughs> nature. Between the two of you, could you tell our audience maybe about the procedure of the scripts? Well, what is it you do, Phil? Tell, I mean, I know, but what, would you like to say on air what you do? Oh, as in what? As in how I build a script, Glenn? Or um, yeah, you know what? What's the motivation behind it? You know, and keeping that sort of energy going, that sentiment, and that sort of um, that connection with the with the mourners, with the congregation as with well, the, you with know, the, with holding the, that space there. With the family? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, when I, I usually get a sense of what the family want and, and need when I sit with them. And then sometimes I can, I can be sat with the family for three hours in the first session when I first go to see them. Um, but in that, in that time, one family that I'm working with currently, and I know that I'm, I'm, I don't know that she's not. They, they aren't going to listen to this. Um, but very much in anger. Okay. Um, but the but the son isn't in that space. Um, it's the it's the father that's passed. Okay. Um, the mother is in anger, and the son isn't, and very much wants to remember his dad in a special way yeah um i don't know where i'm going with this well honest. yeah I think it's almost like you can't give too much no. away, obviously but, <laughs> but um, you're a funeral celebrant aren't you phil yes that's, yeah i don't know if all your listeners know this but that that's what that's what you do don't you you're a yes, so that but was... all, all families are different. All all families are different, Glenn. Of some course. some are feuding, some are grieving the the mother who was the life and soul and and the backbone of the family. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one. Oh, can I read? Can I can I read you something? I'd love to. I'd yeah, love, it. I'd love to read. I don't, uh, Dawn. I don't know if you've. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this. It's called The Fallen Limb. No, I haven't. Now, I walked into the family home and, and the love that I felt, as soon as I walked into that home, the love that I felt was just palpable. And on the wall, there was a family tree with everybody's names on there. It was handmade, a handmade family tree. And each branch had got a, a separate piece with the person's name on. Um, and then 
I was thinking about that. I was pondering on, I was pondering on it as you do. Mm-hmm. And then I came across, um, a poem and it's called, uh, and it's author unknown, but it's called fallen limb. And it just fits in perfectly to be honest. Um, a limb has fallen away from the family tree. I keep hearing a voice that says, grieve not for me. Remember the best times, the laughter, the song, the good life I lived while I was strong. Continue my heritage. I'm counting on you. Keep smiling and surely the sun will shine through. My mind is at ease. My soul is at rest. Remembering all how I truly was blessed. Continue traditions, no matter how small. Go on with your life. Don't worry about falls. I miss you all dearly, so keep up your chin. Until the day comes, we're together again. Um, so that's, that's, that's called, called a fallen limb. Mm. But to do that, that resonates with the family so much because it was all about the family. Yes. It was also all about the, that close-knit, extended family. It was two families that came together and became one family. So that, Glenn, mm. is the basis and the backbone of that script. That's brilliant. I, I can hear that you're really passionate about your vocation. Mm. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And you're, you're going to come on our training, aren't you? Yes. I've said it now, haven't I? <laughs> um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that training sure. with, without giving, you know, all of your secrets away, if you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, happy to. So um, uh, there is um, a colleague who's a professional civil celebrant, a funeral celebrant, called Sally Ingle, and she she came on the first of the sacred celebrant training when it was a year's training a long, long time ago. And we've always kept in touch and I've always uh, said to her, I think we should uh, work together and, and build something for funeral celebrants because in the world of, um, in the pagan world, there is a very high demand for uh, funeral services, but I'm not really seeing anyone doing it. Not, not very many. There's very, very few. Mm-hmm. So after a couple of years of bouncing ideas around, uh, we finally got it together. So Sally taught the the civil part of the training, which is hugely important because you know people have to know how to do client care, difficult funerals, how to conduct a funeral, how to liaise with funeral directors, funeral homes, etc. All the really professional, grounded part mm. of uh, of that industry had to be done. So that was three days. And then four days after that, four and a half days, they would then be with me to um, go through pagan spiritual etiquette or nature-orientated people, what to expect, how to call in the four elements, um, and how to conduct a pagan or nature-orientated funeral out on the land and in a crematorium, plus grief work. Uh, because grief work, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of it around now. A lot of um, uh, people in the industry 
whether they're death doulas or death priests, priestesses, funeral um, celebrants, of really feeling the call to offer grief work. So I thought, great, well, I can do that. I'm not a funeral celebrant, but I'm a ceremonialist. So let's put these two things together. Now, um, uh, uh, Grace Jevons, who's the CEO of um, the Association of Independent Celebrants, the AOIC, uh, asked if she could join us on the fourth day to experience the spiritual part. Now, Grace is a one spirit minister, so she's already got that very high, uh, highly skilled uh, spiritual background anyway. And mm -hmm. of course, I was absolutely delighted. I mean, I'll be honest, I was flattered as well. So I'd already hired an apartment out for me and Sally. So Grace was coming to stay with us and it was phenomenal. That's, I mean, what a team. Uh, I, I wasn't I, I wasn't allowed anywhere near the classroom for the first three days, uh, which is fair enough. Um, and then on <laughs> stay away dawn, you make everyone nervous. Um, and and these are people. The trainees are are from um, you know very spiritual backgrounds. They're, they're, uh, I think all of them had trained with me in one way or another, um, and they really felt called to do the funeral training so i didn't see what 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 they what they completed for the first three days so on the third day in the evening i hired out the goddess temple and we um we did ceremony grace joined us it was um they had to eat uh a um uh what do you call it pomegranate seed enter the underworld persephone's journey they had to have a blessing of fire with the Avalon flame with Sally. It was all beautifully choreographed and, and done because that's what ceremonies are. They are choreographed. They're properly mm. organized. And then they came into the inner sanctum of the temple. And I don't know if you've been to the goddess temple, but they changed the colors for each season. So it's completely blacked out for Keridwin, the season of Keridwin and Samhain. And then it was the um, ceremony with sound of honoring our beloved dead. Then I, I went into embodiment and held that space um, and honoring everyone that had crossed the bridge and but the veils were thinned and, and they could come and be with us in their essence, in the parallel realities that they now reside in, in the temple. I mean, it was hugely powerful. Then the next day they begin their um, spiritual training and uh, Grace was phenomenal and she she was absolutely amazing and, and um i can't give any details out because it's very personal to grace mm -hmm. but she brought in a very personal part of her history into the ceremony now um i i devised a ceremony using um, um a ceremony from ecuador and mexico called a closing the bones which is a postpartum ceremony um, after a woman's given birth. But you see, with, with, with our training, there, I make it quite clear that there is no difference from the birth of the soul coming into this reality through the womb of the mother, mm -hmm. the body of a baby. And also, um, once we exit this body, that is a birth experience also. And mm -hmm. our beloveds should be treated with with 
honor and deep respect and, and a lot of gentleness, um, just like you would treat a baby because they're passing. They, they, they've exited their body. It's like, well, what's this? And so they're going through a process themselves. So I yeah. took that ceremony and incorporated it with sound and uh, shamanic drumming um, as the, um, for, for mothers that had lost their babies through cot death or miscarriage or stillbirth or child death. And it was phenomenal. And, and now Grace is now going to combine her work with that for next year. On all of the courses, on mm -hmm. all of the funeral courses. Wow. Now that's phenomenal. It's good that you're incorporating that into the um, into the teachings there, because, like you say, there's there's not a lot of places that that touch upon that, and I think it's uh, it is needed, isn't it? Yes. You know, and I love the the way that you spoke about honouring the passing there as well, because it is like you quite rightly say a rebirth into another dimension, into the realms. Well, yes. Spirit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, and and we we really go through this with uh, this is this is part of the um, soul midwifery experience, and we also um, do a little introductory um, understanding of the Bardos system because they both have the same kind of um, very ancient understanding that when a, a baby is born, you know, I mean, we come from somewhere, don't we? I yep, think it's yeah. reasonable to understand that. We come from some kind of gigantic consciousness. And the only way that we can exist here is inside a body. It, we, we can't exist here any other way. No. And it's the same when, when we leave. Yeah, we, we then leave this five-layered bodysuit and go back. So I, I say, okay, so let's look at it like this. How, how many have visited someone who's had a baby in the last few years? Everyone puts their hands up. Of course they do. Okay, so how do you treat the baby? Oh, isn't the baby lovely? Oh, I've got a nice present and a card for you. Oh, welcome to Earth. Yeah. Okay, so would you, would you dress in black and go and see a baby and go, oh, I'm so sorry you're here. It must be really rubbish. You come from such <laughs> yeah. a nice place and now you're here. And but my condolences, you know, that <laughs> grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be reasonable to look at it in another way. Like, okay, so if these are both birthing experiences, why are we treating our beloved dead? in such a heavy way. Remember in um, the, the, um, the film um, uh, on Christmas Eve, uh, Scrooge and Marley oh, comes yeah. to yes, and he's yeah. dripping in chains and don't <laughs> be like me. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like we pull people, we keep them here with our grief. There's mm. nothing wrong with grief mm. as long as it's healthy for the beloved who, who is you know waiting to go waiting to go yes, and yeah. the people left behind as well and that's what the grief work that we practice is all about the passing over ceremony is a um a ceremonial way of the, the uh, those that are left behind to be able to express Can what you? they're going through it's and and then it's it's a little it's it's a little easier for them to then journey with their grief because grief's important yes yeah 
Can you tell us a bit more, a little bit more about the sacred grief ceremonies? The the most, uh, yeah, sure. Um, the the one that is the most well known one is is the passing over ceremony, and the the um, the bereaved are gathered together. It's usually a small group. The, the people that are most affected by somebody passing over. So the celebrant would welcome them in and uh, explain a little bit about what this is about. And it's about journeying with the, the beloved uh, person. Let, let's say his name's David. Mm. So we're all gathered here today to ceremonially uh, connect and experience uh, this event with David. And we're going to journey with your life and his with around the four elements of nature because the four elements of nature are very important to David while he was here on earth as they are important to us. And you have four objects on your altar table. One is a crystal or a rose, and that represents the earth. And that is about the earthly relationship that you had with David. Mm. The second object is the element of water. So we use a chalice. This represents water and this represents your emotions. How do you feel? How do you feel about the passing of David? What are your feelings? And the next object would be um, a candle. We use the flame of Avalon and we have a big dish of tea lights. This represents courage, bravery, fun, joy, laughter. Do you have a fun memory or a good memory about David that you would like to speak about. And then the final object is um, usually a smudge fan or a swan's feather, and that represents the element of air. What final words would you like to say to David as he transcends? Would you like to say to him? And, and all of these objects, the uh, participants are invited to either speak out loud or hold the object to their heart and speak in their mind, and when they've finished with the object, to pass it to the person next to them. So the energies are different. The crystal, and I was listening about your family who were, had a lot of anger. I was very angry with my father. I was very angry with you, and this is why. And you see, what they're doing is they're getting it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then the energy changes and it's water. How do you feel? How do you feel about the passing of your father? I'm very mixed up about my feelings. I feel sad and I don't know why and I'm angry and I'm sad all at the same time. See, the energy changes again. Mm -hmm. Or, And then it's next, uh, do you have a, a, a the energy of fire? It's about, um, you know, something that that you can remember that made you smile. And again, the energy changes because usually people can remember something. They can remember something, one thing or another, mm -hmm. or if they can't, then they just pass the object to the next person. And then the final one is the air. Now, everybody experiences that. And then afterwards, um, Everyone is invited to close their eyes. If there are cushions, blankets that have been arranged, you lie down. And the celebrant takes them on um, a journey to meet David. And it's always at the end edge of some kind of shoreline. And a, a, a vessel is called over across the water. 
the deceased always looks very vibrant and in mm. good health and is very happy that everyone is there to meet him. And then they all get on the boat, cross over to the other side. And there's usually some kind of building like a temple or a roundhouse or anything you like. But there has to be stairs going up to ornate doors that open. And when the doors open, golden light cascades down the stairs. And then he turns around, thanks everyone for journeying with him, hugs and a, a feeling of joyous peace. And then he begins to climb the stairs. He turns around one last time with a look of serenity on his face and walks through the doors and the doors gently close behind him. And then there is a great hush because everybody is aware that they've just witnessed something deeply sacred, yet at the same time, kind of familiar. Mm. And everyone walks back in companionable silence, back on the boat, because it's not their time to stay there, you see. And they go back to the opposite shore, and everyone goes their separate ways, back up the stairs and into the room. Now, the results that I've seen, everyone has to role play when they do this. Um, and it's extremely intense. But unless they've gone through it themselves, how can they hold that as a grief ceremony for others? Yes. It's the most powerful thing I've seen. That feels Sounds that fantastic, doesn't it? Just you talking through that so not that that meditation just went straight through that that came out. That just that's it went I don't I can't explain it. That mm. came up through my feet and went straight through. That resonated so much and just yeah. feels so beautiful. It's a nice way as well of demonstrating that we are always connected, you yes. know, even when we do uh, transition. Yeah. And what a beautiful gesture, um, you know, to go through that procedure and actually visualize the deceased there, having that interaction with them. Yes. That's beautiful, you know. I've I've never heard of any other ceremony that, that takes that into consideration and I really like the sound of that. Mm. It it is um so deeply healing for people and even even when the trainees are role playing, they don't always feel good about um the the person that's passed over. But it's just really moved it I think it shifts something. It it's not meant to cure, it's meant to mm. shift. Yeah, because I, I I feel that um a lot of people are quite blocked um about this process, uh, and it's phenomenal. It's and you can do it one to one as well. Uh, all of our celebrants uh, do the passing over ceremony now. On you know e even if they're not celebrants, uh, as part of what they're doing, they could be Reiki practitioners. And they will, if they feel that it's appropriate, they will offer the passing over ceremony because it's a transition ceremony. And it could be for anything, actually. You know, if you're going through heartbreak or you've lost your home or some people, um, we've encouraged them to do it when they've lost their um, job or they've been in a career for a long time and are about to move away. There was one lady who was a school teacher. And she'd been a school teacher for 20 years and she wanted to be a funeral celebrant. So she wanted a new career. Mm. 
However, she's got a lot of feelings about those 20 years that she was a school teacher, all of the children she's known and the relationships. And so it it was appropriate for her to do that transitional ceremony. And that really worked for her because grief can come to us in so many ways, can't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's powerful work. Um, and, and, the kind of work that is the bridge now, with uh, it bridge, it just melds something that has always been so separate. Civil um, services and spiritual have always been kept separate. Why not put them together? Hmm. I'll tell you what. Let's try it and see what happens. It could either be the best thing we've ever done or the worst thing we've ever done. But yes, until yeah. we do it, how are we going to know? I live my life by that rule. <laughs> Could we talk about uh, marriages and um, mm. things of that nature? Um, what's the, um, um, I don't know how to phrase the question, but the, the most unusual request that you've had to tailor a marriage around, are you allowed to say? Or? Oh, crikey. Um, I, mm, unusual. I think every single one of them have, have been unusual because mm. they've been hand fastings and these are yeah. very peculiar and very bespoke to the couple. But there, there was one, and uh, very fond of this couple, and he was ex SAS. Wow! So he, he, they must have been in their late sixties, I think. Yeah. And all of his men friends there, they're all, they, he had all the, the full contingency ex SAS, and the bride wanted to walk in to um, the. Um, What's it? Is it the dance of the Valkyries? Da 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 da. da. Oh, okay, yeah, it's unusual. (laughs) It's exactly what I thought. On a horseback, a white horse, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Just got that vision in my mind. Rings on her fingers and bells on her toes. (laughs) I thought, how is that going to work? You know what? It did. It worked really, really well. It just worked fantastically well. I don't know about unusual because they've all been highly unusual. Yeah. All of them. There was another one where it was a Viking wedding and the bride wanted to walk into the theme tune of Vikings the series, okay. which is basically a lot of grunting and drumming. And again, <laughs> I thought, how's that going to work? But it did just did set the mood. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. It, it's been an incredible um, career, vocational career, um, and and led to opening up this academy. Mm. So next, it, it's the uh, the priestess training and more funeral stuff. Um, and Greg and I will be doing the return to the heart, um, and we just want to take it out to different places now. Uh, so, the sound of that, can you uh, dive a little bit deeper with that return sure, to the heart? Sounds sure, beautiful. sure. Well, it's uh, actually, I'm going to try and get my. Um, my notes up a minute return to the heart workshop if i open this document off up and i do believe i do believe that that was the basis of the uh the previous episode's titles wasn't it i I thought i got away with that (laughs) 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 because it's that there's this theory that the heart has intelligence has a lot of intelligence more so than the brain um Return mm. to the Heart, a two-day source code upgrade. Sounds a bit uh, science fiction, doesn't it? Combining neuroscience, quantum mechanics, sacred ceremony experiences, 
Healing Sound Immersions and Ancient Wisdom with me and the lovely Greg Kinsel. Um, and that's so for a whole weekend, you're just immersed in this experience. And that's exactly what it is. It's mm, neuroscience and the quantum stuff. But again, bridging it with um, sacred ceremony because um, sacred Gnostic teachings is quantum physics. We think we've just discovered it, see. It's been around for thousands of years. And the Sumerians and the Babylonians and the Egyptians were way ahead of us. Way ahead of us. There was... um a migration of priests that left Egypt around about 5,000 years ago, and they, they migrated to uh, Mali, and they're, they're still there to this day. And this mm -hmm. is how the hieroglyphs have been successfully decoded. Um, they're still using them. And they said, oh, yes, this, is, uh, this means this, and this means that. Um, now, uh, if you say to a Dogon, if you say to a scientist, how many uh, particles are there, that scientists will say, physicists will say, well, probably more than 200. If you ask a Dogon priest, he'll say 266. Now, this is ancient knowledge. Mm. Yeah, and this is all on the, um, um, the, uh, the pyramids as well. It's all, it's all written and coded in hieroglyphs so it's it's nothing new but it wasn't meant for you and i these were meant for you know people that had lived all their lives learning about sacred teachings they learned there's string theory there's particle theory entanglement theory and this is global by the way mm -hmm. you know, we, we have to remember that in in our part of the world we were not allowed to be educated in that way it was stamped out wasn't it through patriarchal religious structures. Yes. So yeah. we, we've had to kind of borrow from other cultures that didn't suffer the same fate as us. So we're kind of going through this huge discovery at the moment, and now science is now sounding like deep spiritual teachings mixed with matrix and, and quantum physics. Fantastic what's happening. Yeah. You, know, you can have quantum computers now it's uh ai wow, wow. yeah that we spoke to a previous guest about that didn't we about the um the reasonings behind it you know and the sort of like is it yes. going to take over you know and she was training to be an ai master yeah very interesting guest wow an know. ai master yeah. mm. really that is interesting um, I've seen quite a bit of stuff about uh, training programs around that. Quantum computers uh, operate in a completely different way to AI. Um, Greg was explaining it to me, and it's, <laughs> it's all particles. And I think AI is the binary system. It's, it's still um, with, with, with like ChatGPT, for example. It's not going to do anything unless you give it instructions. Mm -hmm. With um, quantum computers, it it be behaves in a completely different way computers is binary systems the one and zeros yeah and um quantum computers is all particle theory so it can literally read thoughts picks up on energy begins to think itself it's crazy stuff wow that's another level isn't it right yeah now? yeah so dawn what's coming up for you uh for 2024 
I'm sure well, you're going to be flat out busy with everything that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a friend of yours. Is it Area 21, which is right up my street? Oh, yes, yeah, Angie. Yeah. Angie, yes, yeah. yeah. Angie, yeah, she's, she's gone in touch. I'm going to go and check Fantastic. that out. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. God. Angie was... Uh, well, Angie's a very much good friend of uh, the the podcast, and uh, yeah. uh, ba- basically at the, at all of our roots, isn't she, Glenn? Yeah, that's how we got to know one another. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Julie, myself—we all got to know one another through Angie. Yeah. Well, well I am mightily impressed because she had Gary Newman um, gigging there. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But the the venue looks beautiful. So we're going to check that out because we, we, we just want to spread the, these return to the heart um, retreat weekends. Uh, we we want to push that now very much oh, so. Oh, that would be fabulous at Newark. Yeah. That would be absolutely mm. brilliant, actually. Yeah. Mm. And my, my sister lives just at the road from Newark, not very far away, Gibbsmere. Um, yeah, Gibbsmere. Yeah. I think ah. it's, yeah, it's not very far away. So, Lots going on. I've got another venue to look at, Hina. He, okay. He, yeah. He, I'm not from around these here parts. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in London, me old cockney sparrow. <laughs> I'm in London at the moment with my good friend Joanne, who is a, a phenomenal teacher and practitioner. You have to get her on the podcast. She's, she's just come in the room with me, actually, with her glass of red wine. Oh, is she here now? Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. Tell her, tell her that she's coming on very, very yeah. soon. <laughs> she, she's, she's amazing. So Joanne's very well known um, on the Essex scene. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So Joanne, you're going to be invited on as a guest. Yeah. She's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so just more, 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 more. We're just more. going to be doing more. Um, more. It sounds like you've got lots of <clears throat> travelling ahead of you <clears throat> as well, toing and froing from. Down south to Oop North. To Oop North <laughs> and Glastonbury as well. Up the North. Oop North. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was listening. Sorry, I am going to deviate. Um, I was listening to Vernon Kay has been doing his uh, ultra, ultra, ultra marathon across Derbyshire from Leicester to Bolton. Um, oh, and I had to laugh because I think it was Jeremy Vine that said Castle. No, was it Steve Wright that said uh, is uh, Vernon Kay is now in Cast Castleton? And I'm like, no. what? It's, 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 it talks proper. It's, ca- it's Castleton, <laughs> please. <laughs> it's a castle. Uh, brilliant. Anyway, sorry, digress. There. I love it. I love it. I love all these different dialects. Uh, Dawn, when are you? When are you back in Glastonbury? Um. I am hoping you're, you're going to say next weekend. N- no, oh. unfortunately not. No, we need a break. We're off to Cornwall next, so Christmas oh, Day. Oh, lovely. We're driving to Cornwall and just going to rest. Um, April, April we've got there. That's the first course. Oh, right, okay. It's in April, and then it's bang, bang, bang after that, all through the year. So let's try and hook up when um, when we're all there. Well, yes. Phil, you're coming on the training. So. Yes, October. Yeah, I'll be so, in. I'll be in Glastonbury this. Uh, I'll be there for the Frost Fair again this year. Phenomenal. So, uh, is that a few weeks time? It's. Uh, I go a week to a week next next Friday. I go it's, down. It's oh next, wow! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I'm staying yeah. at Ravens Ravens 
Retreat? Is it Raven's Retreat? It is, isn't it? I don't know if I know that one. It's, that one. Uh, it's on the high street. Um, oh, it's pretty much just uh, just up from the church on the other on on the other side, but on that but right on the high street. It's the okay the 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 purple and green um, one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be lovely. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. So. We went to because um, we take all the. On the longer training courses, we take all the trainees out for dinner first night mm. before we throw them all in the deep end the next day. <laughs> and we tried um, a new restaurant, Do Go. Um, it's called Queen of Cups. It used to be the Hawthorns. It's now called Queen of Cups. The food is incredible. It's Middle Eastern food. And, and the Ooh. chef is on MasterChef at the moment, and she's caning it. The food is incredible. Okay. I'll have she's a look at win, that. She's definitely yeah. going to win MasterChef. Right. I'll have a look for that one. I Queen have booked in. I am booked in for Saturday and Sunday evening at, at the George. Um, GMP, my old watering hole. So, yeah, I thought <laughs> while I was there in October, because we, we stopped off on the, on the way back up. So I thought, actually, I'm coming in November. I'm going to book my tables now while I was there. Wow, so. you're organised. <laughs> <laughs> you have it's, to really especially when the frost fair is yeah on. yeah so oh. uh dawn we've got two minutes left tonight it's gone so fast it has. again uh, we don't do linear time no <laughs> we don't do it tonight's <laughs> gone such in one moment yeah it's, 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 <laughs> I just, just love being with you all i just think you're just so fantastic i really do Thank you. Thank you. It's, a pleasure to, it's always a pleasure to have you on, Dawn. Look, let, let's all hook up. Um, you've got to meet Greg, you know. We'll, yes, definitely. Yeah, we'll organise. Um, Dawn, where can people, please tell us, where, where can people find you? Um, just head over to um, www.sacredcelebrantsacademy.co.uk or find me on Facebook. Mm. Find me on the Sacred Celebrants Academy. We have a page there. Um, or friend request me, Dawn Kinsella. And uh, yeah, let's get a dialogue going. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And for anybody listening, I highly recommend uh, the training courses with, with Dawn. So I wish you all the best, Dawn. And, and next year, I hope to see you as keynote speaker for the IO uh, um, Independent of Independent. Association of Independent Celebrants. I hope um, see you there. Definitely going next year. Mm. I feel mm. like I missed missed out massively this year. It's yeah, so that next year's one. It's all going to be really quite spiritual and holistic. So <gasps> yeah, because Grace is Fab. you know yeah bringing it all in. So do yeah do do come. I'll definitely be there, and so will Greg. Great, lovely. Mm. Okay. Glenn, any final words? Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Dawn. It's been an absolute insight. Um, oh. I loved your deep dive with us as ever. Uh, so thank you very much. And mm. um, we just want to say namaste to you and success Stay. for 2024. And you guys as well. You so much uh, abundance and success. Uh, and, and keep this up. This is a fantastic podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. Don't forget to find us 
Facebook page.